0: More exclusive interviews. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Ilana.com. Here's Mulberry Lane.
1: They were Canada's first international rock superstars, and some of their hits include American Woman and These Eyes. The Guess Who has sold millions of albums and continued to tour to enthusiastic crowds. They've had many firsts in their career, a few name changes early on, lineup changes throughout the years, and drama, but the music has endured through time. Gary Peterson, founding member, drummer, and songwriter, joins us to share the stories, the inspiration behind the songs, and how you can catch the Guess Who when they come to Lust at River's Edge Park in Council Bluffs, May 25th.
2: Gary Peterson from the Guess Who joins our show. From the 60s to 2000s, it's true classic rock and roll. Welcome to the show, Gary.
0: And the drama continues. <laughs>
1: Perfect. <laughs> so you're headed to Council Bluffs. What can people
0: expect from the show? Well, if we can't find Council Bluffs, we may not be there. I don't, I'm not sure.
1: Now that would be some drama.
0: <laughs> would be drama. <laughs> um, dra- we're going to play mostly polkas. <laughs>
1: Okay, now that will be something to see.
0: It'd be just the down-to-earth, barn dance stuff, you know. Well, we are capable of doing that, but uh, I don't think we'll do it.
1: No, I don't either.
2: I bet you're capable of doing
1: that in a cool style.
0: Yeah, maybe a rap.
1: There you go, a rap polka. Now we're talking. (laughs) You guys are known for your live performance and, you know, critically acclaimed. So after all these years, do you guys still practice before you go on tour?
0: You know, as a band, we don't, but I think individuals who have other projects.
1: Okay.
0: uh, I find for myself, if I've been off for quite a while, it's a matter of stamina. Okay. So you do have to practice. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to get into shape, you know, if I haven't touched the drums for a while. Okay. Like, we've been starting to do some new material. If you check out our Facebook page, there's new songs up there. Okay, I recorded about a year ago.
1: So what's it like working on new material?
0: Of course, it's great fun, really, because a classic rock act doesn't get to do that. There's not many radio stations that will play new music by classic rock acts. So. Uh-huh. Right, yeah. And really, that's the thing that is, is puzzling and stifling mm-hmm. about being in a band like this, is that everybody obviously wants to hear the old songs, but the old songs were once new songs.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting spot to be in because being a songwriter, you're probably always creating new music.
0: Well, I'm not so much of a songwriter as the rest of the band, but okay. but I mean, it's always exciting to try and create, even if you're a drummer that is not much involved in the writing, you know, you have to create new parts uh-huh. for the new song, Okay. And that's called creativity yeah. Mm-hmm. and if you don't have that then it gets to be kind of like a a rote exercise
1: a monotony
0: yeah uh-huh. and and you don't want that to happen so you know we still try to do some new stuff and we'll play a couple of new songs in the show mm-hmm. well everybody that has a day-to-day job that does the same thing every day understands but right it's worse in a creative art situation where you can't do new stuff constantly to get your juices flowing, you Right. Know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting perspective because, you know, people know you for the hits. They come to and see you for the hits, that. but they don't get that part of it yeah, that I, your need to create new things.
0: The need to create is is exactly the right thing. And the problem is, is it, it, there may be a need to create, but there's no market for right. it, mm-hmm. you know? So it's kind of a sad that situation
1: because the same artist that created that music way back then is still the artist that can create as good new music uh,
0: hopefully you're, yeah. you're listening to music all the time which I do uh-huh. All and yeah. and so therefore you're influenced by different genres-huh there's no outlet for it
1: right the new music how would you classify the new music that
0: you're coming to I don't know it's you know obviously we don't have all the original members of the band so uh-huh. this new music is a collaboration of new people. Okay, and I think it's up to the audience to go and listen to it. Tell us what it is. Yeah, and, and if say, hey, we don't like this, then it's like Wiley e. Coyote back to the drawing board. Okay, <laughs> you know, people who tell you what what they want and what they don't want.
2: Yeah, they'll let you know. Right now, you've got it tuned to the Mulberry Lane Show, and we're talking with Gary Peterson, founding member of the Guess Who.
1: So, what was it like for you guys to you know be a touring band forever and then adapt to social media?
0: Um, it's not such a wide stretch. It's just another tool to get a, a larger audience. Uh-huh. And and actually, that's why we're recording is because you actually can put it out on social media and have some success with it. Yeah. Uh,
2: and your core fan base follows you. So they will yeah. be right there to hear it. And they'll let you know if they like
0: it. Well, too. it's not only that, but if you take a look at our catalog, RCA never puts out all the 12 or 13 albums, okay, only in one medium, and that was vinyl. Oh, interesting. When 8-track came along, all of our albums weren't available. When cassette came along, all of our albums weren't available. When CD came out, all of our albums weren't available. And lo and behold, now on downloads, all of the albums are available. So what does that mean? That means that young kids that go, oh, yeah, American Woman, wow, yeah. What are all these other albums? Uh What's Road Food? What is that?
1: So how come they didn't reissue?
0: Because they were flogging the hits. (laughs) Why would you want to stock songs that you thought, or albums that you thought would never sell? You know what I mean? Uh With the download now, what do you have to stock? A file. Right. Uh You don't have to stock product. And
1: then Lenny Kravitz redid American Woman. And that brought you guys back in a big way.
0: It brought the, the song forward into, um, into this era. And, uh-huh. and a lot of young people listened to it. And, and you know, that we get three generations, of, maybe four generations of people coming to our shows.
1: That's got to feel really neat.
0: Yeah, it's great to see uh-huh. families.
1: To know that your music has endured through generations.
0: Yes. Uh-huh. And, and, of course, that's because of, really, radio. Because we were a product of the radio generation.
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You had mentioned that when you put new music out there, the audience will let you know if they like it or not. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a situation where you really liked something and maybe the audience wasn't responding? And how does that affect you? Do you yeah, in
0: the past we've done that, but actually the two songs we're playing in the show have gotten wonderful live okay. response. Okay. So
2: Personally, when that happens, is that... When it s- happens,
0: it's just you have to say, well, maybe this is not right for for our audience. You okay, know, or, so you
2: just kind of go with it, and you don't want to yeah, bother I mean, you. but guess
0: who, if you take a look at all the albums, I don't know how familiar you are with all the 13. There's a lot of wild and diverse music. It on is very
1: album. diverse, yeah. A-
0: and we were a very eclectic band, because we drew from classical jazz everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, every genre of music.
1: And then the um, lineup changed, too, so there was constantly yeah, there an was, infusion of an new... In-
0: of other talent uh-huh. to the band that changed maybe this a little bit or that. But if you listen to all the albums, there's almost a jazz cut and a country tune on every album. Uh-huh. So
1: You know, I don't think you could do that
0: today. No, you can't. Uh-huh. That, that's one of the things that we were fortunate to be in, in an era where we could experiment. Mm-hmm. And the Beatles did a lot of that. They mm-hmm. set the tone for that.
1: You know the genres are so corporatized.
0: Well, they're very yeah, pigeonholed now. Mm-hmm. You, you got everything goes in its own pigeonhole, and and that's it. There's no, there's not a whole lot of experimenting going on like what we did. Mm-hmm. I happen to find it better where we came from uh-huh. and where it is now.
1: Well, you go back to that creative thing. I mean, you that's were allowed to be creative. Yeah, mm-hmm, and yeah. push the envelope. Now, let's go back to the story behind how the Guess Who got its name.
0: Do you know the story? I do
1: know the story, but I want mm-hmm. you to tell, tell it. it to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want you to tell it.
0: Um, when our first record, Shaken All Over, came out, our Canadian recording company, which was Quality Records, leased it to Scepter Records in the United States. Uh huh. And that was 1964, 65. Um, you know, arguably the strong part of the British invasion here in North America. Okay. And uh, when they released the record, our name of the band was Chad Allen and the Expressions. Okay. The president of Quality Records said, well, maybe we should do something different. Let's just put guess who question mark on it (laughs) and see if people will know who it is. Because we we wanted to get the record played in the States, and, and then I think their thinking was, a Canadian record wouldn't be played over a British record okay. or an American record. Yeah, okay. So they they just put it out like that and disc jockeys obviously made a fuss over it. You know, who is this? I mean, we don't know. It's Guess Who? Question mark. <laughs> so people would phone in and say, oh, that's the Beatles under a different name or it's a Dave Clark Five or the Stones. And I would think eventually it became a hit. Okay. And I would imagine that the jockeys just started saying after a while, and now here's Shaken All Over by the Guess Who. Yeah, that's
1: probably <laughs> how it evolved. And it stuck. Guess so who. why
0: would we, after that, after you branded the band, the Guess Who, right. why could we, how could we come up with Chad Allen and the expression? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> make any <laughs> sense. For
1: uh-huh. And that's The Business of Rock and Roll, as told by Gary Peterson, guitarist and founding member of the Guess Who. We'll be right back with more from Gary, including some more behind-the-music stories and the changing political meaning of their hit, American Woman. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Mulberry Lane Show. America!